August 24th, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 29 through 58. If the dead will not be raised, then what point is there in people being baptized for those who are dead? Why do it, unless the dead will someday rise again? And why should we ourselves be continually risking our lives, facing death hour by hour? For I swear, dear brothers and sisters, I face death daily. This is as certain as my pride in what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in you. And what value was there in fighting wild beasts, those men of Ephesus, if there will be no resurrection from the dead? If there is no resurrection, let's feast and get drunk, for tomorrow we die. Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. Come to your senses and stop sinning, for to your shame I say that some of you don't even know God. But someone may ask, How will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? What a foolish question! When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow, but only a dry little seed of wheat or whatever it is you are planting. Then God gives it a new body, just the kind He wants it to have. A different kind of plant grows from each kind of seed. And just as there are different kinds of seeds and plants, so also there are different kinds of flesh, whether of humans, animals, birds, or fish. There are bodies in the heavens, and there are bodies on earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different from the beauty of the earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of glory, while the moon and stars each have another kind, and even the stars differ from each other in their beauty and brightness. It is the same way for the resurrection of the dead. Our earthly bodies, which die and decay, will be different when they are resurrected, or they will never die. Our bodies now disappoint us, but when they are raised, they will be full of glory. They are weak now, but when they are raised, they will be full of power. They are natural human bodies now, but when they are raised, they will be spiritual bodies. For just as there are natural bodies, so also there are spiritual bodies. The Scriptures tell us, the first man, Adam, became a living person. But the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. What came first was the natural body. Then the spiritual body comes later. Adam, the first man, was made from the dust of the earth, while Christ, the second man, came from heaven. Every human being has an earthly body, just like Adam's but our heavenly bodies will be just like Christ's. Just as we are now like Adam, the man of the earth, so we will someday be like Christ, the man from heaven. What I am saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These perishable bodies of ours are not able to live forever. But let me tell you a wonderful secret God has revealed to us. Not all of us will die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, 
in the blinking of an eye when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, the Christians who have died will be raised with transformed bodies. And then we who are living will be transformed so that we will never die. For our perishable earthly bodies must be transformed into heavenly bodies that will never die. When this happens, when our perishable earthly bodies have been transformed into heavenly bodies that will never die, then at last the scriptures will come true. Death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. How we thank God who gives us victory over sin and death through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and steady, always enthusiastic about the Lord's work. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Hey, y'all. It's Brian Shear with Phase 2 here at The Refuge. In my last session of radio, I went over how Jesus told the disciples to repent and become like little children. Hopefully some of you remember that message. If not, please read Matthew 18, 1-4. This morning I would like to discuss Matthew chapter 18, verses 5 and 6. In verse 5, Jesus says, Whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. Now verse 6 is where the rubber meets the road. In verse 6, Jesus says, If anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to be, have a large millstone stone hung around his neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 and 2, Paul calls out the church in Corinth. Brothers, I cannot address you as spiritual but as worldly. Mere infants in Christ, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. Indeed, you still are not ready. In 1 John, a reoccurring theme is dear children and children of God. So who are the children? We are the children. So Jesus says if we cause a child to sin, it would be better that we were dead. Not just dead, it would be better to be thrown into the depths of the sea with a millstone tied around our neck. Tell you a story about two brothers. One evening around us, the older brother got a call from their mother. She told him how the younger brother had become violent and out of control. She went on to tell the older brother that he had better do something with your brother before he gets out of control can't be managed. So the eldest went and searched for the younger, you know, so he can do what older brothers do. Smack him around a little bit. Teach him a lesson. So he did. When he caught up with him, the younger ran scared, saying, Please don't look. You don't realize that one of these days you're really going to hurt someone. The older brother never thought a thing about those words. Instead, the older brother gave him an attitude adjustment and went on with his mind. The older brother continued to drink, fight, and use drugs and raise hell for many years, in total disregard for others. About four or five years later, Could not believe. Brian, Jay had a wreck. Polly was with him. Neither of them made it. To this day, his words ring out to me. Bub, you don't realize that one of these days you're really going to hurt someone. Now, I have never had a millstone tied around my neck and thrown into the depths of the sea. But I do know what it is to drown in a sea of regret. See, Jay died like I lived with total disregard for self 
intoxicated others, his best friend was in the truck. Authority, he was running from the state patrolman. Please be careful of the example you set. The words that come out of your mouth, the thoughts that you allow to become actual. Because you may not realize it, but one of these days you might really hurt someone. Jay left me way too early. However, 